learning about movies. Learning about movies. Learning about movies. Spoiler alerts. Firefly and the gang win the war and, and pelt the ambassador with fruit. Welcome to Syndication, the only podcast that may look like an idiot and talk like an idiot, but trust us, we really are idiots. <laughs> Cigars, war, and bestiality. This episode, we jabber jaw about the 1933 Marx Brothers pre-code comedy classic, Duck Soup. I'm your host, Tyler Young, Hey-o. and I'm with uh, just just two two other guys. No, um, no, no fourth for us. That's right. You're Devin, right? That's me. I am Devin. Hi, Devin. Hello, hello. That is we my live name. together. Yep. Hi. Uh, who's this guy? I'm Matt Marks. Matt Marks. Marks. Clever. Yeah. Yeah. You're the that's, that's the right fabled seventh Marx brother. It's true. Alliteration, which is nice. Yeah. Matt Marks. Matt Marks. Did you notice that I said seventh? Yes, there was a sixth Marx brother, but he died. I, I believe in childbirth. Yeah, he was the oldest, right? Yeah. Before Chico. I did know. Who then become the eldest. I watched a like hour and a half long documentary about the Marx Brothers today. Sheesh. Look at this guy preparing. Well, I just wanted to watch a bit of it, and I ended up getting sucked in and just watching the whole thing. Whoops. Well, I watched this movie like two days before I absolutely had to, so mm. who's the real winner here? Well... All this research happened today. We we watched the movie last night, so. Yeah. But to be mm-hmm. fair, if we're going to be more consistent like this, this is how it's going to go. We have one week to do watch yeah. watch a movie and do all the prep work, so. Yeah. I, uh, it's it's it, it's not that bad. It's enough time, I feel like, right? Yeah. I think it's fine. Though what was killing me for a while was we would record on Saturday and then we would try to get back onto Thursday. And I was like, oh, my God, I have like in one of those Saturday nights I was playing D&D and Tuesday nights I was mm. playing D&D. Yeah. So I was like, I have no time to watch this movie. But now that we are consistently on the Thursday schedule, like that's way better. I like Thursdays. I think they're good. And you were editing at that time, too. And I well, I had the responsibility for editing. <laughs> I would not say I was doing it. I feel like I've hit a good groove. For sure. Uh, I'm almost done with 32 and I'm getting quicker with it, you know, and and it's not that bad. It doesn't feel quite as grueling as it was when I first started editing, you know, when you're fighting with the program. You're like, how the fuck? How do I cut all of these dumb tracks at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what is it? Hold shift. Is that how you get across all of them? I messed with my shortcuts, but it's uh, yeah. Control alt K or something to get Mm. because that's the that's the the magic right there. It's it's cutting all underneath the playhead at once. Yeah. So then yep. you can move all of them at the same time. Yeah, that and ripple delete, ripple delete. Oh, ripple delete's great. Ooh, yeah. Devin, you don't know because you don't <laughs> edit don't, things. I don't know. <laughs> ripple delete. That's the fucking uh, bread and the butter good right, shit there. right there. Yeah, <laughs> it saves you all of two seconds, but it's real nice. So I was thinking we could do like if we did some mild marketing, we would probably get a pretty good return on that. Yeah, I've been listening back. We have a decent show. I we think. do. I think at this point we have a good, decent, quality show. Of course, we're biased. You know, we make it. I listen to us. I think we're funny. <laughs> yeah, I listen to other podcasts. I listened to the Jackie Chan episode. Uh, oh, that while was I was so good, man. I, I was working yesterday and listening to it, and 
it it felt yeah it was like it felt like a real professional podcast yeah, it's we sound good to. yeah we sound pretty good oh my god tyler was having me listen to one of his edits and i made myself like snort water <laughs> <laughs> a joke that i said on the podcast <laughs> Of course you would make yourself laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It just I I felt it, but it caught me so off guard. (laughs) Man. It's always funny when a past version of yourself says something that you did not expect. Yeah, yeah. What part of me is is like that? (laughs) Normally when I'm listening to it like in the car or something, like you or Tyler will say something and I'll like in my head think of the riff and then hear myself say it. So you know like they're I feel like anytime there's like a debate on this show, I'm one half of it. And I'm <laughs> like half arguing, half debating with one of you. Yeah. And one of you will Poor say Jackie. something and I will think in my head, you know, like when Jackie fights everybody, like she's on oh, the opposite man. side of everybody. <laughs> she, yeah, that's that's fair. I was thinking about this trio, but when we bring in, she's the wild card. Man. I love she's it, just, though. <laughs> it's great. Wild card, bitches! She, I think she has a great energy that she brings to the show where we, we all have like a lightning rod where we're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the best is when when we're doing like a really thinky movie mm. and she and I are recording when we used to record on the same mic. And I would like say something like, here's why I think you're wrong. And she would get like really offended. She <laughs> thought I was saying her idea was stupid and then she would just like fume at me standing three inches from me because we're sharing a mic Uh, hey so this episode we're talking about uh, duck soup oh yeah it's uh it's a movie Mm, not Uh, a dish um well it's both (laughs) i picked it that's right me you did why you do that I was looking at a list. <laughs> well, so I looked at a list of the, you know, top top 100 movies of all time ever. Watch them. And we've done a lot of those lists. I know. It's pretty impressive. We looked through those. Yeah. Like, wow, I've seen most of these. So I scrolled down to about 40 something. And this is where this movie was. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's still on the list. And I saw that it was Marx Brothers, and I'd never seen a Marx Brothers movie. And I love comedy. Comedy's like my thing. And they seem like part of the DNA of American comedy and, and films. You know, and they're right up there with the, the Three Stooges, which I always loved since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I just had never seen it. And, yeah, that's why I picked it. Had you ever seen any Marx Brothers movies? No. I'd never seen a Marx Brothers thing ever. I I had never even heard Groucho Marx speak before. Yeah, I've I, but I've seen the eyebrows and the and the the mustache and the cigar and the hunched over walk and that like hey you know the fast talking like hey listen up you know that kind of right. yeah but not from him. I've never seen like an actual thing that he had done. I had never even heard of these guys, which is you, n- like not on your radar at all. Nope, nothing. Wow. Yeah, I know. Which I I'd never heard by. of Duck Soup. I had heard of the Marx Brothers, so I'm surprised you've never heard of the Marx Brothers. Yeah, me too. I mean, maybe I have and just had like no nothing to put the name to, right? right but right. But no, I I didn't really know. Yeah, so. to me, like whenever I thought of like vaudeville or just that type of slapsticky thirties, kind of like little rascals.
Stooges kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. Marx Brothers is always up there, but like a blank spot in my head. Yeah. You know? And uh, I picked it, and I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I know how I feel about it. That's fantastic. I'm so happy that I'm not in the minority this time. <laughs> no, like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. There were parts that I loved. I think there's some really, really funny moments. I just think structurally it's a it's a mess. I mean, is there a structure? Yeah. I question. How much do you think the bad structure was editing? And how much do you think was just, I don't know, just writing wasn't great for yes. comedies for the 30s? I mean... Both, all of it. <laughs> there were some scenes that were like, they felt obviously... Like they just wanted to do this scene and filmed it and then didn't know where to put it in. So they just kind of cut it randomly into the movie. Like that one yeah. where what's his face stands in that guy's um, <laughs> lemonade or whatever. Like it just, there's no lead up or payoff to that. It's just a thing that happens. It was completely unearned. They just yeah. wanted, they were like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if, and then they just filmed it and put it in there. And they had no, that's like the whole movie, too, to me. That is the whole movie. I mentioned this when we were watching it, but it reminded me almost of Airplane, in a way. And don't call me Shirley. Because it was just like a sequence of of yeah. jokes, back to back to back to back, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I liked Airplane better, but it was it was like that. It was just a lot. It was just, it was kind of fatiguing, in a way. Yeah. I got lost a lot of times about like, I couldn't tell like, oh, wait, was there a story happening? I can't tell what I'm supposed to be paying attention to and what's just, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there is, it's very light. It is the, the thinnest, thinnest thing they could get away with calling a movie. (laughs) I looked at the the plot in uh, Wikipedia for this movie and it's like maybe a paragraph. Yeah. It literally felt like they sat down and wrote like. 300 jokes right just like one-liner jokes and then with you right now yes just tried to make a movie by just moving those pieces around into dialogue 100 percent, (laughs) yes devin we are vibrating on the same frequency do you guys know where the the name came from duck soup i would really like to know do you know i mean it's up for debate (laughs) oh that's not helpful (laughs) apparently duck soup was a kind of hey did you know did you we got to come up with, by the way, uh, a musical Ding. sting for that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. do you think we should did do like? Did you know? Yeah, should we do like a classic, like radio, like "Did you know?" kind of thing? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah should definitely. be all three of us doing like a higher. We high could pitch, add like, so you could. Did you know? Like, oh, yeah, Tyler, yeah. you you sing the main part. Oh, with the xylophone in the background, bung, bung, bung. and then send it to Devin and I, and we'll do harmonies on it. And we'll have one file with all three of us harmonizing with the xylophone you can put in the background. Yeah, okay. With Devin's... Uh... Why, don't, why don't we do it right after the episode? <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the did you know I was going to say? <laughs> Duck Soup. Uh, the name you were name. going to say that it was a phrase back then. Yes. That, oh, you uh, know <laughs> it was like, a, it was like a, a piece of cake. You know, like Duck Soup is like, oh, it's really easy. It's a satire on like on war and running a country and... Like ah, it's a, it's a piece of cake, you know. Oh, it's duck soup. It's all it's all gravy, you know. Soup's your uncle. Yeah, <laughs> soup's your uncle. It's another one that everyone says. I say Bob's so... your uncle. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, Bob joke. likes soup. Bob dribbled <laughs> the soup Bob. on the front of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. 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 No, I, and I, yeah, I know the, the mirror gag was something that they had done in their sort of like vaudeville days. Yeah. This was one of the first mirror routines in a movie. Not the first, but one of the first. Yeah. It's, it's, it w- <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I'm not going to even pretend otherwise. Almost all comedy films are jokes looking for an excuse to be strung together. Yeah. I think that's not that unusual, especially for the time. But like, my God, was it? And it was like what, barely over over an hour, and I was like, yeah. "This was a movie. This was like a, a successful movie." I think yeah. it was about an hour and a half. No, I think it was a hundred and hundred and eight minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it, it felt very fucking long. It felt longer. <laughs> I, I got really bored. <laughs> that that said, like, I don't know. Parts of me didn't like this movie at all, and parts of me really did. Like, I think I really liked the character of Groucho. Anyway, yeah, out of the three of them. Or yep. actually, technically four of them, but uh, Zeppo didn't really do shit. He was the uh, he was like the straight man secretary guy. Yeah, I only laughed out loud once the entire movie, and it was it was a visual gag. It was like when he was riding the horse to warn people, and then like ended up sleeping with a woman, <laughs> and it was her shoes, and then his shoes, and then horse, horse shoes. Oh, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? I'm just I don't know. I just do it. Uh, did you know that that joke was a jab at the Hayes code so at the top of the show i said the the pre-code comedy from nineteen. yeah i was gonna ask you about that actually yeah i don't know what that meant pre-code is is the Hayes code we've we've touched on it before uh on the show like with psycho Mother, please. alfred hitchcock showed like a toilet for the first time and like that was what mm. in the psycho was what 1960 i think early 60s i believe it was, it was. maybe 15 Late 57? Maybe it's 57. But it was like, because of the Hayes Code, this was like the first time that a toilet was shown on, on screen. You know? I see. So this was before the, the Hayes Code was really like enforced. So that was 34 when that happened. This movie was in 33, so just barely. It was like in that period when like the code was around, but it wasn't being enforced yet. Mm. And this was a jab at that going like, oh, man and woman can't be shown on screen. And so they, they go like, oh, it's her shoes? in his shoes and it's under the bed and they're like oh are they gonna show and they're like oh and horseshoes and oh he's not in bed with a woman he's in bed with a horse you know that's better somehow than like they're they're hinting at bestiality but also like yeah that's not breaking the rules so you know it's not a man and woman in bed so when that horse jumped off that little stand that i was standing on that startled me i didn't realize it was a real horse oh that harbo was sitting on yeah yeah it, it looked like it startled him too. And it looked like it was going <laughs> to fall off the, like it was going to break its legs off the podium. Yeah. There were a couple of scenes that we saw where it looked like people like accidentally got hit in the head or something like that. Like, oh, Groucho, they're barricading the door at one point and Gra- a chair falls on Groucho's head. He like throws it up on top of the, the thing. And then we watched it. I've rewound it a couple of times. He like it hits him in the head and he winces and you're like, oh, and then. He like snaps out of it and goes like, "Oh, I'm in the scene," and he like he keeps acting and like running around and doing stuff. They just roll with it, man. Yeah, that looked painful because that looked like you know, this is a thick chair, a 1930s heavy wood <laughs> chair that just slammed on top of his yeah. head. Some of that plywood garbage. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked I liked Groucho, man. I I thought he was really funny. All right, which one was Groucho? <laughs> he was the one with the the cigar. Yeah. Okay, and the mustache. Rufus right. T. Firefly. I feel you are the most able statesman in all Fredonia. Well, that covers a lot of ground. Say, you cover a lot of ground yourself. You better beat it. I hear they're going to tear you down and put up an office building where you're standing. You can leave in a taxi. If you can't get a taxi, you can leave in a huff. If that's too soon, you can leave in a minute and a half. 
You know you haven't stopped talking since I came here? You must have been vaccinated with a phonograph needle. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who was the blonde one that was just silent? And Harpo. Mean. Harpo. Played Pinky. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It, it felt to me, like, especially Harpo's character, a lot of the gags and a lot of the jokes were just kind of, they were more cruel than they were funny, if that makes sense. Like, parts yeah, of yeah. I was like, with, when Harper was messing with that guy, that peanut stand guy, I was like, you're just kind of bullying him in a weird way. It's not like a yeah a gag happening here, right? They're not it, punching up. They're punching down. Exactly. They're punching yeah. down. It was very strange. Well, yeah, yeah it was like a, the whole thing was like, oh, this guy, this other vendor, this lemonade stand guy, he, he's like, hey, quit quit taking my, my pitch here, my, my thing that I'm doing. And they're like, how dare you? Yeah, complain about us, and then that, and that's all it took. Like he was just like, "Hey, stop copying me," and they're like, "Fuck you, guy," and they just like mess with him for the entire movie. Yeah, they like really torment him. <laughs> yeah, kind of ruin his life a bit. I mean, that's a very like I don't know, like Looney Tunes kind of thing. Like in Looney Tunes, like a lot of the times, Bugs Bunny's just being a dick the entire episode. Yeah, that's true. But part of me feels like there's more justification there. <laughs> It's like who's he? Who's he? Who's he fucking with? Like Elmer Fudd, right? Well, sometimes it's just Daffy, you know. Yeah, for I the guess. fuck of it. But Daffy's got his own shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, Daffy's he, not he, a great guy. He has some earned earned criticism, that's for sure, or, or earned torment. <laughs> Daffy's kind of a jerk. Yeah, Daffy's <laughs> a jerk. But this was unearned. <laughs> this was unwarranted. No, that guy was just doing <laughs> just, his thing. He's just a guy. And he seemed, I mean, it was the acting. Like, he seemed like he was actually, like, kind of, like, really stressed out and distraught from it. <laughs> they wouldn't let up. Every time they, like, knocked his hat off, he's just like, please, please I stop know. doing this. It was getting a little sad. <laughs> hey, what's the idea of fighting in front of my place and driving my customers away? Hey, mister, you got a mistake or someplace. I know fight. You understand that this guy, he's a worker for me. I ask him something, you know, tell him nothing. I ask him why I don't speak. All the time I don't speak. What do you think he do? He make a fight to go like this. Hey, what's the idea? Oh, that's not my idea. That's his idea. All the time I say something, he don't say nothing. Every time I speak... Will you shut up? What? And then he comes home and thinks his wife has slept with, uh... Yeah. With, uh, Harpo. Harpo breaks into that woman's home to rape her, I guess? If, that's what it looked like. He's like, ah, hey, lady. <laughs> He's a lovable scamp, you know? I am Pepe Le Pew, your lover. Okay, so speaking of, like, offensive humor in this movie, by the way, <laughs> uh, yep. there's a moment where there's a moment where Groucho makes a joke that, like, I... <laughs> he says it, and I, like... <gasps> and I like, turn and, like, look at Devin. He's already, like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember being sort of... Blood. Yeah, <laughs> I had nobody to look at, but yes, I had a similar reaction. It was almost cut from the movie, as far as like uh, when it was released on DVD and on streaming services, oh, really? but yeah. they didn't. Also, there's another part where they are singing like an old black like work song, field work song. You know, at the end when they're they're doing the whole like war time number, mm. you know, and they're like playing the banjo and stuff. It's that moment. It's like an old hymnal. And it's oh, oh chill, so talking about like chillin's got guns, like all oh, the lords chillin's got guns, yeah, because they're talking about wartime or whatever. But that's also something that almost got cut when they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. See, I don't, <laughs> I didn't like like the joke. Clearly, we had a reaction to the joke, right? Yeah, 
but I don't think you should cut things like that, right? Because like, I don't know, or at least have a version of it. Like if you buy a DVD, you can have two versions, like a you know modern version and a and a original cut. Yeah, I don't think it should have been cut. It was just interesting to see that in there. You know, it was weird. It it definitely it feels strange to hear something like that said unapologetically, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but there's also there's also Chico as a character, you know, just as an entire character. Mm. Yeah. Although wasn't that like his character in all their stuff? Well, yeah, I'm just talking. Yeah, I'm talking about Chico, the act, like the the yeah. character himself. His whole thing yeah. is I have an Italian accent, but he's not Italian. <laughs> his name is Leonard Marx. Uh, yeah, it's not great. None of this is great. Nah. No, but nope. I still like the movie though. Like, I mean, there are parts when it's just pure cartoon slapstick stuff. I really liked it. You know, like I think there there's some really brilliant moments in there. Uh, as far as um, oh, so there's a scene where Chico and Harpo are, like introduced as the spies, uh, and they're talking to the ambassador, and <laughs> Harpo grabs a letter. He like he's reading this paper, and he gets all frustrated. And he's like, Ugh! and he like crumples it up and throws it down. And ambassador's like, what does it say? He gets mad because he can't read. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke, yeah. Yeah. That and the mirror gag was great, you know. That's like the big climactic part of the movie. The mirror routine started off okay and it kind of fell apart at the end. It was weird because it was they had so many scenes in this movie that were silent with no room tone. Did did you guys notice that? And yeah. that was really jarring right that happened like the, at the end of the the mirror scene it it's just, like, like they ran out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ran out of tape yeah that's what i'm thinking happened <laughs> they just yeah it, it just like fell apart also the gag fell apart where they just kind of like chico showed up also dressed like groucho in a nightgown yeah. and like ran into every ran into them and they all kind of just like that's what not the how mirrors hmm? work hey wait a minute let's just end the scene now <laughs> all right bye yeah what was with Harpo just cutting stuff? He was just cutting things all the time. It, yeah. With the big scissors. It made me think of that thing that was really popular when I was in middle school where you just like cut people's headphones. What? Have you ever seen that? No, that's terrible. <laughs> or like you typically would just pretend to cut people's headphones. Oh, okay. Although I did actually cut my friend's headphones once. <laughs> you snipped the, the cord? listening to music. I just cut it. Wow. <laughs> I don't regret it. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's a dick move. That's... I I gave I gave him new headphones. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, they were just like the cheap air air ones that came with like every Apple device. So I had I had, I had like a million of them. But um, that's what it reminded me of. So that was a that was a thing when I was in middle school. I mean, it's kind of fun. Like, okay, may, maybe it's because I'm doing that thing where it's like it's a product of the time. I've seen it a million times. I've seen all this stuff. You know, so like maybe like at the time, like, oh, my God, someone snipping stuff left and right. Maybe that's, you know, at the time that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think like vaudevillian humor, like I see in this humor, I see like this, the roots of what we have today and I appreciate it. But like, yeah, it doesn't I don't know that vaudeville works anymore. Like that style of humor. It's <sighs> the thing where you're just like punchlines per second. Like that's yeah. the only measure that matters. Is like how many like set up and knock down punchlines can we get in in like per square second? 
that and those weird like oh like the one at the door like oh there's there's a guard at the door and like oh i'm gonna knock on the door yeah. now we're gonna hide behind this plant and then he comes out and he's like oh there's no one back here i'm gonna sneak behind him and like it none of it is believable and none of right. it like it, yeah. it's like kind of funny if any of it made any sense it's like this adult doesn't know someone's behind him and then he turns around and he's like oh the door's closed and he kind of runs away yeah it's all a little too silly. Yeah, it's not just the amount of jokes. It's it's the way they're put together. Like, have you ever seen those breakdowns of, like, how many jokes per second are in, like, an episode of The Office? No. Have you seen that? It's a lot. But it's not just is that setup and punchline, right? Right. It is visual gags, and uh, right. it's a combination of all of these different types of jokes that are all working together. And you can have just as many jokes per second that keeps the laughs going, but it's not just, like one-liners over and over again the office is a perfect example of like modern humor is also much more like cringe humor mm-hmm. which like i don't think people like i remember watching the office for the first time and being like deeply uncomfortable because i wasn't used to that style of humor a local businessman pledges college tuition to third graders <laughs> Yeah, I remember that too. Actually, I I didn't like The Office when it first came out because of that. Because I was like, oh, it's just it's just too cringy. I just can't can't yeah. sit through it. Right? It's not entertaining for me. Which is interesting for me because like it tells you like how even within our lifetime the sensibilities yeah. for humor has changed. So like I'm yeah. more than happy. Like you know like the Marx Brothers are super famous for a reason, and you can see even if I am not laughing at their jokes. You can see, especially when Groucho starts going and he does like his pitter patter with like setup joke, setup joke, like mm-hmm. just the craftsmanship of it is really impressive. I just don't know that like the sensibility works in a modern in a modern context. But here's the thing. We watched Modern Times a while ago, right? Yeah. And that, to me, at least held up perfectly to today right like i thought that movie was very funny and it worked right so what's the difference there just the dialogue (laughs) i think i just might have been a better movie see i would actually say like there were gags in modern times that i would compare to the security guard at the front door gag think so Um, yeah i mean i i thought so but i i was also i think a bit harder on modern times than you guys were but like i would i agree i liked modern times more than i liked this movie but I would sort of put them into the same comedy bucket. Well, that's what I was saying, is I would put them in the same comedy bucket. That's why I'm wondering, because I gave Modern Times a 10, if I remember correctly. Did you really? That's insane. <laughs> I, think I, I mean, did. I like the movie, but 10 <laughs> is crazy. I think I gave it a 10. Maybe I gave it a 9. I gave it a really high score. I loved that movie. And I thought it was, I remember I remember thinking it was good as it could have been, but this is going to be like the opposite end for me. I mean, is it, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions, but you have been known to be a little bit of a hipster. Is it just that <laughs> that Modern Times was a silent movie and that, that you were like, oh, this is like historical? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I didn't really enjoy. Uh, I mean, I did, but, you know, not as much uh, Metropolis. That movie was kind of a slog for me. You liked Modern Times more than you liked Metropolis? Oh, yeah. So much more. Oh, you're crazy, man. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I I think we had the same reaction to those two movies. What's interesting to me is the degree to which we're having them. So, like, I liked Modern Times more than I liked this movie, but I did not love Modern Times, and I do not hate this movie. I would say they're probably pretty close. 
interesting. All right. Within a, po- a couple points. I don't remember what I gave Modern Times, but... Couldn't have been high. But I didn't hate it. I liked Modern Times. I just didn't... I remember like... you poo-pooing it a bit. No, it seemed like that because you both wanted to run off and get married to it, and you were just fighting over the proposal. <laughs> I wasn't going to give it a 10. I don't think I did. It, it, it must have been high, but you 10 gave is insane. It a high sc- you loved that movie. I did love that movie. Yeah, I remember that score. Movie. Did you love it enough to marry it? I would marry. No, I would marry uh, Rushmore if I had to marry a movie. Rushmore's a great movie. I know I gave that one a 10. What's the thing from 30 Rock? If you love it, why don't you take it around behind the middle school and get it pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> so when I picked this movie, in my head, I remember the Marx Brothers. For some reason, I remember a a wooden duck falling from the ceiling on a string, and it would have a note on it. And I remember that being a thing. I'm like, when's that going to happen as a gag in the movie? And it never happened, and I got very disappointed. And then... I was watching this documentary uh, narrated by Leslie Nielsen. Doesn't I was just it's just for flavor, I guess. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that is not a Marx Brothers thing. That is from when Groucho Marx, after the Marx Brothers were done, he ended up being on this quiz show, this TV quiz show, like in their late forties. I don't know if it was the first one ever, but it was like one of the first TV game shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called You Bet Your Life. And that's where that came from, that thing. So it was still Groucho Marx, and it was part of his whole thing, but it was that TV show. And it was like the, if you said the secret word of the day throughout the episode, if someone had said it at one point, the duck will drop down and it'll give you money. I know, but they could never fool me because, you see, I, I could tell a phony. I got it! I guess the word. Hold it, hold it, hold it. There's been a mistake. The duck thought you said the secret way, but you didn't. What? Secret way is telephone, and you said telephony. Yeah, but I got an impediment in my speech. I always say that. I say telephony. I say yes, telephony. Well, I say I use, I use cologne. I say it all the time. Yeah. Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? Was it a reference to duck soup? Or was it just a random Completely just separate. A it was just like, I, when I picked this, I'm like, Marx Brothers. I can see why you thought this movie might be the one, though. Yeah, there's like, there's Groucho Marx. He's got the eyebrows. He's got the mustache. He's got the, the cigar. He walks with the weird, you know, that weird, like, eh, like, hunched over thing. There's a guy with the horns who doesn't talk. And then there's the duck that drops on the string and has the note. But that's not the Marx Brothers. That's Groucho Marx from You Bet Your Life. Hmm. And this has been Did You Know? Did you, Tyler <laughs> Young. Oh! <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. Should we do ratings? I have a bunch of Did You Knows. Hey! Rapid fire, man. Did you know? Did you know? Harper Marx, uh, is, he was born Adolf Marx. Whoop. And then changed, changed it to Arthur because he was like, <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> when did he change it? Actually, like before, I mean, so this movie came out in 33, so it came out like before that. I don't know when exactly, but I think before Adolf was in power? A, a bad household name. Huh. So yeah. it's just a, a, a prediction. Well, they lived in Brooklyn, right? In the nineteen early 1900s. I'm assuming it's to be more American. Maybe. That's my guess. Yeah. Good change, though. It's a good change. Yep. It's a good change. It's a good 
change. Paid off. Yeah. That one. He must have been ahead of the curve. You don't see many Adolfs nowadays. <laughs> and uh, they call him Harpo because he actually played a harp in the act uh, originally. He learned That's it for... Creative. Yeah. Hey, you play, play a harp, so let's, let's call you Harpo. Also, it, was it just me or did he look like Martin Short to anybody else? Yes. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I kept picturing, I kept thinking, why is Martin Short, like, did he travel back in time and he start playing in these movies? <laughs> did that happen? You know, did he <laughs> find a time machine and go back in time? I got to look up who this is. I don't know who that is. He doesn't know who Martin Short is. I don't know who anyone is, dude. You, Why are you surprised anymore? Yeah, uh, mostly for entertainment value for the for the folks at home. Oh Dude. my god! Can <laughs> that, you believe oh, it? He looks just like Martin Short. Right? Holy right? shit. That's wild. Yeah. You heard it here second probably or <laughs> tenth. Devin's gonna be the one who's gonna he's never gonna run out of movies he hasn't seen for the show. You and I, Matt, are gonna run out of stuff and he's gonna continue to like, oh yeah, I've never seen uh like Godfather's on your list. You are not the only one to make this connection. There is a Reddit post says Martin Short, Harpo Marx look identical. Wow. <laughs> posted November, posted a couple days ago. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre. Isn't that That's weird? Crazy. Oh my God. I got, <laughs> so me and Tyler are watching this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, well, after we finish the movie, I get a recommendation on YouTube for a post from a channel that I don't follow. And it's just this weird right wing meme from Duck Soup. They just like recaptioned yeah. the characters. And this was posted 24 minutes before I looked at it. So it was posted halfway through us watching the movie and then recommended to me. It was Mrs. Teasdale. She's like... Oh, uh, Biden and Harris are sent by God, and and Scratch and Mark's like, what? He run out of locusts? <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Isn't that weird? Bizarre. That is weird. That's too fast. It's creeping me out, man. I'm also questioning what the uh, what the algorithm thinks about you. But yeah, me too. Well, I told well, I'm you. gonna move on. I with told my you life. it doesn't think highly of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Where are you getting duck man. soup from? Duck soup. Yeah, where's it getting duck soup from? From Amazon, from like the TV or something, because yeah. he re- he rented it from Amazon. But someone had to post that, presumably a human no. being. Well, I think it was luck, right? Like they made the meme, and then it queued up the fact that you had recently watched Duck Soup, and it was like, "Ooh, we should recommend this to him." It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> it's the world fucking weird, man. I don't like it. I'm gonna burn all my technology. <laughs> hey, did you know? Did you know? That Groucho's real name was Julius Marx, and that uh, his name could either be from his grouchy disposition, or because uh, apparently back in the day they had fanny packs that you would wear around your neck. It was called a grouch bag. <laughs> this grouch bag around your neck, like a little leather sack. That's for coins or whatever. I don't know how I feel about that. Chico was named that because he was a quote unquote chicken chaser uh meaning he liked the ladies i am pepe le pew your lover and would chase the ladies around so they called him chico wow. or well chico originally that makes up, more sense and it morphed into chico mm. yeah also because he liked to look at some cheeks so <laughs> also zeppo apparently like so he was one of the brothers he was like the fourth brother 
And then there's Gummo, but Gummo wasn't even in this movie. And Zeppo, this is his last movie because everyone's like, eh, we don't, we don't care about this guy. We like the three funny ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even realize he was a brother until yeah. he was in the dance number with them at the end, and then I was like, oh, he must be one of the brothers. I didn't. I don't even really know who his character it's is. Like, oh, and me too. <laughs> also, this movie didn't do very well when it first came out. It uh, became a classic afterwards, after the fact. Critics ended like turned around on it and like. So it, it wasn't popular for its time. No, not at the time. What are we doing here? But it didn't kill their careers or anything. They they ended up you know fine and made another movie like the ne- the next year. So it started off low, had a little sweet spot, and then it's back down again. Well, I don't think it's back down. I think most people just haven't seen it at this point. Mm. I I hadn't even heard of it before. Yeah, we saw it. Kind of the movie's named Duck Soup. It's a weird name. This one. Also, since it has nothing to do with anything in the movie. Yeah, except for the opening shot, which is is just ducks in a pot of water. (laughs) So, Devin, 10 out of 10 is what you're saying? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You fucking loved it. You heard it here. Uh, No, I'm going to give this movie a 2.5. 2.5? That's I think low. that might be your lowest score in the history of this podcast. I don't know. I'm, I don't remember. You liked I... you liked this less that much less than Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't remember what I gave Gone with the Wind, but I'm pretty sure that was my lowest. If it wasn't, I need to revise that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is better than Gone with the Wind. Yes, but but that's second it. worst. <laughs> second okay. worst. Second right. worst movie I've seen on the show. Cool. We really should do that catch-up episode at some point. I think it would be good. Catch-up episode? Yeah, where we, so, like, you know, we each... What we should do is split it up by episodes so that, you know, I take, like, 10 episodes and I oh. tell everybody the scores that they gave everything and, like, compare it to what they think they would rate it today. Should we do it at 50? Yeah. I mean, we said we were going to do it at 25 and didn't. <laughs> we could really just but, do it whenever. Yeah. Yeah, 50, 50 seems good. Nice whole number. We got some time to get there. Yeah. Anyway, I am going to give it a four. Four. Uh, if five is take it or leave it, I would say you're probably better off not watching this movie, but that I can see why it is historical. I can see why it is important. I just don't think it's that relevant anymore. It's not yeah. great. I really have nothing else to say. Like, there is no real direction. There is no real acting, right? It's all just joke. And yep. uh, the jokes didn't super work. And there is no plot. So, yeah. Uh, there's a plot, Matt, okay? It's just not worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give it a, I think a five and a half, where I enjoyed it. I feel like I'm, I, again, it's another one where I'm like, I'm glad I watched it. Glad that's under my belt. Some of these movies I'm, I like wish I hadn't seen, or... I guess not wish I hadn't seen, but it's like, man, I really wasted my time on that one. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel any better, like, holder, you know, I don't think I've added to my cinematic, you know, mental library or whatever with this one, other than like, oh, don't watch this movie or some shit. But like, this one, th- this one's a good one, I think. I just, like a lot of them, didn't really enjoy it all that much. Although, I had this weird nostalgia for 1930s era filmmaking with looney tunes and with yeah i, I mentioned it earlier and I, I like the music and like the graininess and like uh, the sound quality something in it just like warms my heart a little bit mm. and uh groucho i thought was really funny but like other than that 
Harpo, I thought was a little too much, and Chico was, you know, he's kind of like a low rent Mo Mo Howard, you know. Yeah. So you know, it was like fine. Like I could see myself really enjoying it if I were like alive in the '30s, watching right. it. But nowadays, like, yeah, 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 I think you should watch it just to just to see it for historical reference. And there's some great stuff. I really want to watch some clips from that show from the game show thing. Yeah, show. You, you bet your life because mm. it was it looked really funny. Like Groucho Marx looks. It looked like he got even funnier as he got older. He kept that sharp wit. I actually saw a clip with him talking to Bill Cosby at the end of his life. He was like, Groucho was like in his 80s, 85 or something. <laughs> it's like a skeleton sitting on stage talking to Bill Cosby, who was like, you know, in his like late 20s, or early 30s, maybe. Weird. Uh, and Groucho was still like, he, he was like quick witted, but he was like, you know, he was just saying it slowly. He was just like, I wish right. this interview were over. <laughs> kind of stuff. It was great. Oh, but I'm just tickled to have you here, and words cannot express how thrilled I am to have you on the show. A little money wouldn't hurt either. Same man, just an old man voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, it's Doc Soup. Doc it's a Soup. movie. It's the one. Who, uh, Matt, you're picking, right? I think it's technically... Jackie's pick, That's but true. since she's not here, I say we just slot her back in whenever she wants to come back. So yeah, I will. So I I have two options here, and I'm gonna ask you guys. I'm gonna do something brand new. I'm going hmm. to give you two options. I already know which one you're gonna pick, but I'm gonna give you two options and let <laughs> you guys vote. But there's only two of us. I'll be the tiebreaker. <laughs> So you're just picking. <laughs> no, I, I think you're both going to agree, honestly. Okay. All right. So my first thought, and it's funny that we talked about inappropriate comments. My first thought is controversial. So I'm not I'm not totally sure we want to do an entire episode on it, but I'm just going to say I've always heard that for all of its awfulness and propagandiness, that Birth of a Nation is actually a very important film technically. Hmm. What movie is this? It's a famous Ku Klux Klan movie. It's a KKK movie? Yes, it is it is a very racist. They love it. It wasn't by, like, they didn't make it, right? Uh, No, what, what was that guy's name? W.D. Griffith, I think, is the director. And I think he is, I think he was a, a member. W.B. Mason? Is that who it was? <laughs> who am I thinking of? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the opposite play team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it who made this? <laughs> who, but W.V. Mason. So that's one option, is that we could go into a movie knowing that it was a very well, a competently made, but very racist piece of fiction. Mm. Or I've never seen Blue Velvet. <gasps> Blue Velvet. David Lynch. Blue, oh, blah, yeah. Blue Velvet, please. What's Blue Velvet? Actually, don't tell me. It is don't, a don't David tell me, Lynch. Don't tell me anything about it. Okay. All right. I want to go in blind. Is that what you're voting for, Devin? I don't know anything about either of these movies, but Tyler seems very excited about Blue Velvet. Um, Fuck yeah. I want it to is by movie. his favorite director. <laughs> so I'm going to pick that just to support him. He's not my favorite. I think Wes Anderson might be my favorite. Yeah, Have you guys... Uh, we went and saw the new uh, French Dispatch. I haven't seen it yet. It mm -hmm. is different. Different than his normal stuff? Yeah. Oh, weird. Because they're, they're vignettes, right? Yeah, it's like three or four vignettes. It's not one story. Yeah. 
And it's like, I think at the end of the day, it's just celebrating, it's celebrating France and what it's like to be an expat. But that's it. That's like all it's, there's no like, I don't know. I, I felt like I, there was no like beating heart of it. But anyway, this is not a new movies podcast. This is a classics movie. Hey, we, can, we can recommend stuff. I like I liked it. It was fine. It's definitely not my favorite of his. You heard it here. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. We also we we were trying to find like a cool indie theater in our new home and the theater we went to the vibe was awesome. It was like they were selling in their shop crocheted dicks. <laughs> like it was like at a plushie that someone had hand crocheted. Uh, the crocheted dick vibe. Right. <laughs> yeah, at the local movie theater. It was a very cool, like artsy type of place. But then we walked into the theater and it was just a concrete room with a bunch of couches in it. And like the sound quality was terrible. And huh. that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it may have been that experience as well that was sort of bumming me out. But uh Blue Velvet is that is that what we're going for? We're doing Blue Velvet. Sure. And I'm keeping Birth of a Nation in my back pocket for one <laughs> day when I run out of ideas. When we're feeling adventurous to I it's you know, like it's a it's a it's a tough nut to crack because I do feel like from what I have read and heard, it is a very historically important film, both for what it represents from the time it came from and also yeah. from like technical mm. aspects. But like I that it feels like walking through a minefield to not only watch that so if we rent that where does that money go it is on youtube i checked before okay <laughs> giving it as an option it ah. is public domain okay but yeah but like to sit here and talk about it yeah you know. yeah it's you know i don't want to offend anybody and i don't think we're gonna have controversial <laughs> i don't think any of us is gonna be like you know what i watched that movie and now <laughs> i think the kkk is great <laughs> i would be surprised i also don't want to give it too much oxygen because it is i think very propagandist but no i i think at some point we should try and take it on i think it's a worthy thing but blue velvet for now i've heard of the movie so many times at this point that it's like i, I feel like i need to see it just right so i can be able to be like yeah that is terrible with some kind of yeah. knowledge you know yeah, yeah, yeah i can do that now with with gone with the wind you know You're like oh yeah exactly. that is a pretty shitty movie and pretty <laughs> racist yeah, and it's not good yeah it's all those things i know that from experience because i've seen that's it. right because we tortured ourselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that was painful to watch sometimes it's a long ass movie so long yeah. i think we ended up watching jackie and i watched that over like three days yeah because we just couldn't do it Devin and i definitely split it up at least in in half yeah we did yeah, because you came over to watch it at my place, didn't you? Yeah, in your crappy dungeon of oh, an apartment. The basement. That little sweat box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a shit apartment. But it was affordable. And <laughs> right Barely. in the city, you know. <laughs> I was still like three, no, like six times what I was paying in Rhode Island. But hey, <laughs> not a two-hour commute, so what are you going to do? Yeah. But up. Boop, duck soup, duck soup, duck soup, duck soup, Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Love you. I hate you. Oh, I Learning about movies. Learning about movies. 
short short and sweet so it like you can just we can throw it in just you know hey did you know and then just did you know and then did you know you could speed it up a little bit it is funny that we're doing this on an episode where we don't have the professional singer <laughs> oh my god you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> she like she might be able to help she'd at least like tell us what pitches to sing in <laughs> she would just tell us how we're doing it wrong right here's but how I, you do it right i feel like i could maybe copy a pitch if i heard it right in front of me if someone was like sing this exact note right like maybe i could do it did you know she would probably you should do, do that oh my gosh yeah yeah that was you great. do the high one you do the high one you want to do that let's do are you, yeah, are do you, that are you going low or mid devon i'll go <laughs> mid you do low okay you got a slightly deeper voice than i do you ready all right three two one did, did you know, know? <laughs> that one that, that was felt, good that one felt like it slapped <laughs> that, one, <laughs> that one hit hit a little different yeah <laughs> let's do that one more time just just to get another take you ready? Just, okay three two one did, did you know, know? <laughs> it does good. sound better with the higher pitch it sounds much better with the higher pitch tyler <laughs> It's like a higher pitch goofy and then even lower pitched and goofier. Yeah. I think that's pretty good.